You know, occasionally you got to appreciate the internet because it tries to actually come up with a solution. It doesn't have something ridiculous out there where you're like, what What did I just read? AJ and McCall on VFX. It sits where the home of park narcs when it comes to solving parking. All right, let's 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 give this its honest attention and go from there. For sure. One guy's gone viral on TikTok because he says people need to park the way that they do at car dealerships. And apparently what they do at car dealerships is you take your wheels and you put them on the left side of the parking space. So that's how they do it so that they are all evenly spaced. Makes sense. It's good to have ideas, but like the concept here is still that people figure out how to park between the lines. Yeah. And we we really haven't conquered that part yet. Mm-hmm. So I feel like being like, here, uniformly, you need to do this is a great idea. We're we're not there yet. No, we're, I don't think that we can we can make a like a mass rollout of this. I, I don't think that we have the uh, means necessary to say, hey, everybody. Yes, everybody. We are now parking with with the wheel over the left side yeah. line. No, I don't think so. Everything McCall just said, that. I just don't think that we could we could fully. I think it's a great idea in theory. Yeah, that's it. I think the real question is, does that mean that this guy lives in a place where he just... Oh, he either probably. doesn't see bad parking or he sees it so rarely that he's like, okay, we're ready. Oh, I thought you were saying that he was the one that was the cause of it because that was my... That he's the cause of bad parking? Yeah, because I was thinking he just goes places and he's like, this is how you should be parking. And then he just does it. <laughs> it just blames not everybody else. If everybody parked to the left of the line, this wouldn't be an issue. Gosh. Gosh, everybody, what's wrong with you? We would have it taken care of. Yep. Come on. Yep. Look, and there's sometimes that I feel I think we're I feel like we're getting close. Like we have some nominees that I'm I'm not gonna say are, are great. I'm not like, oh, but we're getting better. And then then we take steps backwards, like we did this week. I mean, it is a heavyweight fight for Park Narc this week. It's, mm-hmm. ugh, it's brutal. Crazy. I'm not saying I don't respect someone for trying to come up with a universal solution to help us park better. I'm just saying I don't know how everyone car dealership parking would help our nominees this week on park narcs fair aj mccall at vfx because nominee number one is parked in the triangle that motorcycles park in a special needs spot and is still in the driveway the alleyway whatever you call it between the parking spots in the parking lot i don't know how they did it fascinated actually i just how did you get out and go yeah this is good yeah yeah, this, this is this, great. I'm, this is fine. This is how this is supposed to be. Like, this is good. I'm going to run into the store. Makes I think no it looks sense. like Smith's. I'm going to run it into does. Smith's. No idea. And then nominee number two, heck, they didn't even try to park between any lines. No, they were just, ah, we're just going. They came up in the parking lot, saw everybody parked the right way, and then they said, well, I'm just going to park right behind you. So heaven forbid you have to leave anytime soon because mm-hmm. it's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, again... Appreciate the idea of, of car dealership parking being the uniform way that apparently gives us the most spots and being uniform and everybody has a lot of space and it looks good and all that. Nominees this week aren't even close. Like they got to go back to, to kindergarten and be like, all right, this is a line and you stay on this side <laughs> of the line. This is where we go. I mean, they. Th- I think in the even 
medium to intermediate coloring books would be too difficult for these people. Probably. Because they do the concept of being inside a line is just mind blowing. Look, I'm not trying to criticize you for, for coloring a blue duck. You want the duck to be blue. That's great. Just stay inside the freaking lines. Yep. Make the duck stay in the lines. That's right. Make sure you vote for Park Darks uh, so you can win. We are going to find out who the worst parking spot in Cache Valley is tomorrow. So make sure your vote counts because it is atrocious. It is a heavyweight fight of terrible parking this week. And doing so, remember, anytime you vote or submit Park Dark nominees, get you entered in for a chance to win McDonald's gift card. So do so. It's pinned to the top of our page, Utah's VFX. McCall and I have decided... 2021 is absolutely the end of the courtesy invite. Yep. We are done with it. Yep. The thought that counts has gone out the window because the thought that counts like died six invites ago that didn't work out. Yep. I am just over the idea of the courtesy invitation for vacations specifically. AJ and McCall at VFX for the Automatrix Group debated eight. So... Here's the deal. Buddy than mine that lives in Oregon that I went and saw earlier this year has some time off for this weekend. We've got some time off for the holiday weekend. So I messaged him because we're close enough that nobody has to worry about flying. I was like, why don't we try and meet in the middle? So we figured it out. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get together this weekend. We're going. We're both going to Reno. It's basically directly middle between the both of us. So last night I was talking about it because we're getting kind of the, the details hammered out, just getting a hotel booked and all that. And we were talking and a, another friend of ours, if you're familiar with online game or not, you can join into what they call parties. It's like your own basic chat room mm-hmm. where you can talk back and forth. So he jumps in and we're talking about it and he asks about it. I was like, oh yeah, Zach and I are getting together for the holiday weekend. We're going to drive and hang out with each other. And I found out later the friend that's not invited was bummed out because didn't extend an invite to him. Here's the thing. It would have been a courtesy invite. And I know the thought that counts, but I'm just so over the concept because I am upset that I am being asked to invite you to something I know you're going to say no to when it's for so many times I've invited you to everything else with my hopes up and you said no without even really, I feel like, in my opinion, this is more conjecture, but without even trying to really make something work. Like, I don't know how many times I've tried to, to get a group get together together and them host it so they don't have to worry about traveling and even then they're like, nah, can't do it. Is that your place? Like, we'll come to you. Right. Let's just figure it out. And so I'm, because of that, like, I feel like there's certain people that I know what their situation is, and that's fine. They have different, let's say, financial responsibilities than I do. So they have different requirements, and that's great. And I want to hang out with them, and I'm going to still try and set stuff up to do with them. But this weekend, kind of a spur of the notice thing where we're both driving, I don't feel bad about not inviting you to a spur of the moment thing that I don't think you'll be able to fly to. Right. Because we're doing a get-together where we're just both driving there, hanging out for two days and coming home. Right. Over the courtesy invites. It's fair. I really expect you to be like, well, AJ, you know, you should do it. No, I feel the same way because it's like there are people that I've invited over and over and over and over again to come and hang out with me. And I've been bailed on. I've been ditched out on. It's been like, oh, sorry, something better came up. So I don't want to hang out with you type of situation. So I'm in the same boat. I don't I'm not inviting people anymore. Because I'm at a point where certain it's like... Certain people, right? Or you're just done with everybody? No, certain people. Okay, but just making sure. No, like, no certain people. Sorry. me and Dustin and that's it. <laughs> that's it. Nobody else is invited. No, I, I'm at a point where it's like, I get tired of inviting people over to do things. And then it's like, oh, sorry. Well, it, it's not something that I really want to make happen right now. And so then I invite other people who I know 
I can do it, or can do it will do it, yeah, want yeah. to do it. Yeah. And I get the messages of, well, why don't you ever invite me? Well, because I'm sick of trying to invite you well, and then fair. having it not go through. It, it gets like, really, it gets exhausting because it's like, OK, so what can I do better? Because this is on me because then I start like inward reflecting of like, OK, well, what am I doing wrong that's making it so that you don't want to hang out with me? And then it gets to a point where it's like, well, why didn't you invite me? I well, because that. I invite you and it's not good enough. And then you don't get invited and you feel left out. So pick a lane and then we'll go with it. Well, to me, the other part, of I, I suppose I should have said this. It's a little bit of an excuse for me. But the other part is at, some, at a certain point, at least early on, I don't want to invite them so they don't have to say, I mean, maybe it's not an excuse anymore. We're adults enough. But like at a yeah. certain point, it was an excuse like, no, I can't come because blank. Like that's it, it, I, maybe not for me. It would feel embarrassing when I had to do stuff like that. I was like, I'm not going to put in that position. I know you can't come. Don't worry about it. It's, but you want to yeah. hear a funny story. When I was in college, like I said, this started then. Like, I have a really tight group of friends, and I was always trying to come up with stuff. We should do something for spring break. We should do this. We should go to this place. And, yeah, not all of them are going to stick, but none of them worked. Not a single plan worked. I got invited to two Halloween events at a lake, and I couldn't make it either time. Two. I found out in my friend group, all of a sudden, the narrative being passed around was, well, AJ, AJ's the one that can't ever do anything. Excuse right. me. And it turns into just like a- I'm throwing out plans all the time that nobody can make it to. I miss two things. Nah, that's that guy. Yep. Ugh. Courtesy invites are stupid. Yeah, I feel that. I feel the same way. I mean, if you want, if you want to do something, you can come up with something. Better. Yeah, that was actually what I was just gonna say. Listen to the lady; she is 100 spot on. Thank you. <sighs> Feels better. Feels better to get that one off. It's like, it's like a confession ahead of the confession. Yeah. Really what it is. Relief. I'm just not going to do it anymore. Because I get it in all directions. I've got that. I've got family that always complains that I never see them, but then I never hear from them until it's time for them to complain that I never see me and they never come out here or say, hey, let's try this. Mm-hmm. It's just, hey, we're doing this event. If you can't make it, I'm going to be upset about it. Good. Yay. Yeah. Yay. We love that. Ironically, a lot of those have been in Florida recently. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. I'm not saying that I'm I'm skeptical. It is a timeshare thing, and I don't want to be sold anything, but right. they, they have been in Florida. And I get a lot of experience with what happens in Florida because McCall's got three more crazy headlines yet again today. Oh, I do. So we play Florida not every day. Yes. So if I told my family next time they invite me to something, which will probably inevitably, <laughs> unless they've given up, maybe I'm not going to get the courtesy invite because I don't ever go. AJ McCall on VFX for the Integra Financial Services Florida not. But if I just grab like our top crazy Florida stories, I can think off the top of my head. I'm like, well, did you see this, this, and this happen? I'm like, oh, it's Florida. I was like, I, look, stuff happens every day. I know. I know what happens there. Don't try and lie to me. Oh. But they'd be like, oh, you're right. We'll move it to Georgia or something. Is it better in Georgia? I think Georgia's nice. I, I mean, don't know. Buckhead yes. was nice. I liked it. We're, we're, I mean, in all honesty, really, in all honesty, which of the southern states would prefer to, to do it in? There's nice places in all of them. Don't get me wrong. But like Alabama, Mississippi, I'm sorry. Y'all got problems. I ain't coming there. <laughs> we're going to go gator wrestling. South Carolina, another hard pass on that one, bro. Mm, sounds quite dangerous. I got my, my aunt lives in Georgia. She lived in South Carolina for a minute, I think. North Carolina? I, I, I don't could, know. She was on the beach. With, I could live with Georgia. Other than that, I know. I think it's a little bit more of a bogus request. But can you guys move that a little bit more your, north? Yorth? Can you move <laughs> that a little bit please more go yours, yours, please? <laughs> go yours. That's where we're at. And here we are.
Three crazy headlines, please. Okay, headline number one. Some guy tried to post bail with counterfeit bills. Never going to see through that one. How, like, who thinks of doing that? Like, I saw the meme again yesterday. It was like, I hate when cashiers check my bills. Like, if I could if I could make $100 bills, I wouldn't be at the Dollar Tree. Like, I'm I'm always slightly annoyed and flattered when they check. And I'm like, really? Because it's I'm rolling through Walmart. Right. Really? I'm bringing fake $100 bills to roll through Walmart to buy, like, That's how you clean cash. Candy. Yeah. That's how you clean it. There's story one. Story number two, some guy got arrested after calling the police to ask why he hadn't been arrested yet. I'm glad to find out that they had an answer for his question then. Boom. Arrested. And then we've got headline number three. A uh, a rapper's Instagram photos have been used by the feds to indict him. It's actually kind of fascinating the way that this worked. Takashi Tech Nine, is that you? Tech Nine? Whatever. No, not Tech Nine. How dare you? You're right. Takashi Six Nine, is that you? I am so angry at you right now. No, it's fair. It's totally fair. Three crazy stories. Good luck. (laughs) I'm not talking to you anymore. That's, that's reasonable. We team up. We catch the criminal from Florida. You get the Aquatech car wash. Also, we've had something in the works for Florida. Not, I'm saying this now so everybody holds me to it later. With the start of a new month tomorrow, we're going to end this week. Starting next week, we're going to have some extra incentives for Florida Not. Yes. Hold me to it because I keep forgetting, but we are going to do it starting next week. That being said, let us catch the criminal from Florida so that my family can safely move a little bit more yours. Before we even get into the Integra Financial Services Florida Not stories with AJ McCall at VFX, can't help me out. McCall said she's not going to talk to me because I accidentally biffed up and I said Takashi Tech 9 as opposed to Takashi 6 9. And she's like, no, I'm not going to talk to you. It's ridiculous, right? Behind you 100%. With, with me, right? No, with me. No. Yeah. Poop. Sorry. That's not, that's not good I for I don't our- make the rules. It's just how it goes. It's not good for our synergy here, Ken, but I'll, I'll try, I guess. <laughs> Three full stories, please. Okay, story number one. Some guy got arrested for an outstanding warrant this weekend for stealing from Walmart. Now, he had been shoplifting. What the heck was he shoplifting? Um, Oranges. I don't know. Maybe. Fireworks. Yeah, let's just go with that. So anyway, they uh, tacked on some additional charges for forgery after he tried to post bail with counterfeit bills oh so he doubled down with the bills good god so yeah he took them to jail with him they let him go after he posted the 200 dollars in bail to get out there were two two 100 dollar bills that weren't real hey i may be wrong on this but i don't think r2d2 is supposed to be on the hundred dollar bill guys oh gosh he paid another hundred dollars in bail to get out later in the day Was that fake too? I that apparently that one was real. How do you take so, that guy's cash ever again? Right? I, nah, nah, I don't. We lost that. Just Venmo me. So there's there's story the one or something. Story number two: Some guy got arrested after calling the cops to ask, "Hey, why wasn't I arrested?" Uh, um, no. Police ended up raiding his house. They found drugs. He wasn't on their radar until after he called. <laughs> I mean, he got his wish, I guess. Yeah, I mean. Was this reverse psychology? If I call him now and be like, why haven't I been arrested? They're going to be like, oh. I don't know. And then, then, then ha, got him. What? Like, what? What? Yeah. Just go down there. Yeah. So uh, there's story two. And then we got story number three, which involves a, a rapper who posted on Instagram, quotes, several long rifles and a plethora of $100 bills. So I I guess back in like October, he ended up like shooting and there were two people. 
yeah, there were two people who were left wounded. Anyway, one of the bills inside of a Louis Vuitton bag that fell out of the lime green McLaren before fleeing the scene matched the same serial number in his picture on his Instagram. Speaking of the McLaren, the uh, rapper also allegedly posted a photo of himself in what appears to be that car in question on, you guessed it, Instagram. There's no way it's actually here. There's no There's way. No way. No way. Channel is Tiger vibes there. No way. Anyway, there you go. Social media catches another one. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Instagram. <laughs> Ken, what do you think at a uh, story one, two, or three? Ah, dang. Ah, ah, man, I'm iffy. I'm iffy on what to do. Ah. I mean, it's, it's either one or three. I'm pretty positive it's one or three. I, um, well, I mean, that's totally fair because, like, the guy in two was like, why didn't you arrest me? And the cops were like, yeah, all right, arrest him. And then they found stuff to arrest him. Like, he's an idiot. Don't be wrong. But, I mean, in terms of Florida not, as I've already said once today, I just need a little bit more flair than that. I need some more <laughs> drama. So I'm with you. I think it's potentially one or three. And I besides... No, California, you got to be a little bit more granola. I was going to say, besides like LA, maybe New York, I mean, a fake rapper like trying to drive up his own clout with stupid stuff like that, that totally, totally sounds like something in Florida. Yeah, that, ah, that is nuts. Hey, I might, hey, I might have to go with my gut and say three. I still think it's three. You still think it's three? I think it's three. We think it's three. We three think three. McCall, is it story number three? It is. Congratulations. Yeah. We're going to get you hooked up with an Aquatech car wash. Hang on the line. We'll grab some info for me, okay? It's all good. It's all good. Oh, okay, so thanks for giving me my excuse next time I get invited to a Florida event with my family. I'll be like, <laughs> I've seen the rappers you got there. I'm good. <laughs> no, thanks. I'm all right. We have nice, respectable people here in Utah, like uh, uh, Kennedy Dodds. He's we become love her. Uh, really big. And then uh, help me out. Who's that? Uh, famous singer that goes everywhere. Alex something, right? Boye. That guy. Yeah. They're very respectable, nice people. Correct. I don't even know fake rappers who shoot people and then drive around in cars. They absolutely don't belong. (laughs) Congratulations to Ken. He wins Florida Not on VFX. We're going to get into um, a conspiracy theory that McCall has come up with in the building that I think is absolutely hilarious. AJ and McCall on VFX. See, ladies, there's this thing called mansplaining. See, what it is is where a guy. Oh, oh, uh, no. No. The reason I bring it up, a list was released of the most common things that people pretend to know. Okay. And I thought, oh, okay, I'll ask McCall because if you pretend to know, I feel like mansplaining is the exact avenue that you would go down That's to figure how you this would out. Do it. Right. Because they would overcompensate at the fact that they had no idea what they were talking about. Correct. So I was curious, what are the things that you feel like you encounter that people try to <laughs> overcompensate for the fact they have no idea what they're talking about? <laughs> Everything. Everything. Got it. It's, it's ironically, that is not on the list. Really? No. Mm. Uh, I'm going to say, let's see, what's one of the things that has come up in meetings recently? It's a good place to start. It is. It is. Uh, I'm going to go with sports. Got to be up there. Nope. Really? Not in the top eight. Weird. I I feel like, look, I I, I feel like most, most, not all, most guys have some kind of pulse, some kind of finger on the pulse of sports. Oh, so it's not mansplaining? I, I, I thought we were doing like a, like it was like the list well, of... Well, I just figured... Well, I want to know what the things you feel like you were mansplained more often than not, because I feel like it's generally overcompensation. Sports, yeah. Okay, well, sports didn't make the list. That's weird. Uh, on the list is uh, car repairs, number one. 
Okay. Glad I don't live in that world. Home improvement. Okay. Conversations about the latest gadgets or new tech. Mm. Tax knowledge, parenting, cooking, politics, fitness, and nutrition round out the top eight things that people pretend to know way more than they really do. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say all of those things. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Final answer. Mm-hmm. Bonus Florida Not on VFX brought to you by Integra Financial Services. They're hiring for customer service positions today. Integra Financial offers Vision Dental Life coverage plus a 401k. They've got perks and bonuses as well. Outside of that, Google Integra Financial Services to learn more or visit glassdoor.com to apply. Speaking of mansplaining. I think you can make the argument that this conspiracy theory is actually a part of this, but McCall's come up with a very interesting theory for a certain someone whose stuff disappears in the work refrigerator. All the time. Now, of course, you would immediately go with theft, and Lord knows we've said a lot about it, but no, 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 no. The answer, I think, is something else that McCall stumbled on. Yep. We have talked once or twice about stuff disappearing from the refrigerator and criticized those that don't understand the child rule that we all learned, which is don't take those things that don't belong to you. Mm-hmm. AJ McCall at VFX. But... McCall noticed something really interesting about the problems with the refrigerator. Yes. I.e. they revolve around one person. And now that we've flushed this theory out, I think we've discovered it. And maybe, just maybe, you need to watch out for the latest sickness, mental issues (laughs) sweeping the nation. Question mark, I guess. So I was sitting up and uh, doing some work up at a desk up front that's right next to the, the work kitchen. Right. So in the... There's the the kitchen and people come in there and they'll like talk and not realize that we can hear them because there's cubicles basically. So as I was sitting up there last week, there's one person in particular who I swear always has their stuff stolen. Yes. Always. And there's always some work memo that goes out from this person that's like, hey, if you're taking my stuff, stop. It's like, okay, got it. I'll... Try to not do that again since you up. I didn't in the first place, but all right. Thanks for the company-wide work memo. So this last Friday, Thursday or Friday, I was sitting up there and I heard them walk into the kitchen and open the fridge and look in the fridge and I heard them go, now who in the heck took my banana? Who ate my banana? And in my brain at that moment, I was like, nobody ate your freaking banana. Nobody likes bananas. I eat bananas because it's like, Hey, you need potassium, eat a banana. So then I eat a banana and it's not like I'm sitting there thinking, wow, you know, I could really go for a banana it's right worth now. noting it was half a banana it too. Was, like who, who doesn't eat a whole banana? Yeah, that's crazy. But I was sitting there thinking, nobody ate that banana. You ate that banana. You had to have eaten that banana. So in my brain, I'm like, they're eating their own food and then they're forgetting. That's got to be what it is. Food amnesia. I dum dum dum. I, I I don't know what the other option would be because I really don't think anybody is opening that fridge and looking in there and going, "Hey, look, a half-eaten banana. I'm going to eat the other half." No, they're no, not. They're not. And it's funny. I wish that I had food. No, I don't wish that I had no. food amnesia. I don't have food amnesia. I have food mirages. Where I know that there's something not out there, but I wander into the kitchen like it's a long lost desert and I just hope upon hope, usually for something sweet. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I know I ate all the Girl Scout cookies, but I'm hoping, is that real? Can there be more? No. Uh, uh, it's not. I have food amnesia-ish. Usually I get, well, sort of, I get to the end of the day and I'm like, did I, did I eat today? Did I eat today? <laughs> I probably should have done that. 
I don't know that I did. <laughs> I've done one of the basic things that ensures my own survival. If Dustin's not home, the answer is no. Hmm. It's always no. I, I mean, remember. if Dustin's home, I, I'm making dinner because I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, they need food. That's great. I'm not going to cook for myself. That's dumb. But I, I end up getting to the end of the day and I'm like, wow, I wonder why I have such a brain cracking headache. <laughs> I food don't know. amnesia. You have food amnesia. I have food amnesia. I think a headache goes along with that. Uh, yeah. So or watch, not eating all day long, but yeah. <laughs> watch out for the latest epidemic sweeping the nation. Food amnesia. Food amnesia, if you will. <laughs> so we've been talking a lot about vacations because McCall's she's gonna she's gonna plan her first one. It's, Doing it's it. a momentous occasion. I'm going. So would you rather Wednesday you can go in luxury or cover a lot of places on a short string budget? Time to ruin McCall's vacation. That's rude. AJ and McCall on VFX. Look at your first one. You're supposed to go through some hiccups. <laughs> Technically, my second international trip, my brother and I got separated in Japan. Yeah, we were in Tokyo. No, Hong Kong. Hong Kong. And we were like, hey, no internet connection, no cell phone signal. We have no idea where each other is. And we're both trying to get on a train to get out to the airport to get to uh, South Korea. Wonderful. It's supposed to happen that way. AJ and McCall on VFX. No, McCall's planning like her first like real, real vacation, like a first adult vacation. I'm excited. So we've been talking about it. So would you rather Wednesday delves right there. And very simply, the question is, would you rather travel the entire world in a year on a shoestring budget or stay in one country for a year in total luxury? I feel like my answer's fairly simple. I'm going to go with uh, staying in one country because I feel like there's something comforting in that, like actually being able to spend the entire year and get used to learning a culture, understanding the culture, being able to go to like, oh, hey, so-and-so is going to be in concert this weekend over <laughs> at some dive bar that I would never know about. You know you what I mean? saw Justin Bieber? I saw him in Germany. He was in a dive uh, bar. Uh, yeah, that's a very well thought out and logical way to answer that question. And I completely agree. agree. For me, the answer is... Look, I want to see as much of the world as possible. Like, it's on my to-do list. McCall and I both have a mutual friend who's been to, like, 215 places. countries or something like that. Yep. That would be awesome. But to me, the question really comes across, would you like to do a vacation way more than you'll probably ever spend on it? Or would you like to do a vacation like you normally are? Broke. Hmm. hmm Let I don't me really know. think on that one. I don't really know. Ugh, so tough. Mm, rough. To me, the only drawback would be, well, two. I suppose you could say potentially you could get bored of a country an entire year. I, eh, barely, I would say. That one's a little bit loose, but I could understand the argument. The other thing would be, look, if I don't ever experience a year's worth of luxury, I don't know what I'm missing out, so I keep myself in ignorance, and I don't leave and go home and be like, man, my life sucks. This is the worst. Man, this blows. Take me back! Take me back! But that being said, you know... I want to see as much of the world as possible, but uh, you know, I'm I'm not a I'm not a big camping guy. I do it, uh, so living on a shoestring budget. I don't want to I don't have to catch my own food occasionally, or steal from someone's garden, or you know, crash in a tent on a side road somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. That may be extreme for a shoestring budget. That's uh, it is extreme, it but yeah. okay. Look, I don't want to sh- not have to shower for nine days. Sure. I say luxury. I do too. You decide for yourself. Maybe just maybe this is a clean sweep. Or maybe you say, no, I want to see as many places as possible that one year. And then I'll have my fill. And then I'll, whatever the Hunchback of Notre Dame says in the next part of the song. You're welcome. By the way, full of crap. There's no way he'd go out for one day. Like if he got his wish and he was like, that's it, I'd be done. No, you wouldn't. 
You're like, well, just, just one more, one more day, just one more day. Probably the most most evil of all Disney villains, by the way, is Frollo. Probably. That dude. Seriously. Topic for an after show, I think. <laughs> Would you rather Wednesday? Would you rather travel as much of the world as possible over the course of a year on a shoestring budget? You are broke as a joke. Or would you rather stay in just one country but in luxury for the whole year? Thermo Fisher pulled the day. It's on our uh, Instagram. Utah's VFX vote. I think this one should be a clean sweep. I feel I confident think so. about it. I think so. It's okay. You can get your bougie on. It's okay. Mm-hmm. McCall, I don't know if you know this, but there's a rule in guy code that if a guy meets someone online and they don't FaceTime or whatever, we automatically have to tell our friend, ah, getting catfish, bro. That's a dude. <laughs> oh, okay. It's just, it's a rule. It's a thing. We have to do it. That being said, a messenger sent us, uh, a, a listener sent us a messenger Man, English is hard today. It's all right. Maybe I should go to another country for a year and We're see if learning. I can figure out that that language is better we'll, for me. We'll, we'll be okay. A listener sent us a message, someone they met on social media that they've been trying to meet up, but the connections just keep falling through. Sounds a little sus. Mm-hmm. What are they supposed to do? I'm coming in completely assuming homeboy getting catfished. That being said, someone reached out to us, McCall, because they need the patented AJ and McCall relationship advice that has steered so many people probably down the exact same path they're already heading. AJ McCall at VFX. Hey, AJ and McCall. Uh, I was wondering if you could help me with this. There's this girl that I'm interested in that I met on Facebook. We haven't gone out, but we did run into each other and spoke for a few minutes. I've offered to take her out multiple times. She would always seem to have plans. I don't think she lied to me about them. She acts like in our conversations that we would be able to meet sometime, but now she said she's afraid of being hurt. So I take it in the past she's had a bad relationship. I assured her that I would never cheat or be physical with a girl. We've probably been texting for a couple months. I'm trying not to be too pushy by asking her out all the time, so I've kind of backed off asking. I don't want her to feel the pressure or anything, but in a weird way, I'm getting feelings for her just with our conversations. She doesn't ghost me or anything like that. She answers my text pretty much right away. I'm usually the one to initiate the conversation, though. Sometimes she does send me the first message, but not very often. My question is, how long should I chase her before I give up? She seems different from most other girls, so I don't want to give up too soon. I normally wouldn't have tried this hard in the past. I just need some advice before my emotions get too involved. So how long did it say that this conversation's been happening for? Since they've been texting for a few months. Didn't say how early on they ran into or they ran into each other, but have not been able to hang out over the course of a few months is what it says. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that maybe a year and a half ago, two years ago, I would have been like, oh, dumper. But at this point, I'm like, nah. I mean, there's there's a lot of things that have been happening in the last couple of months, um, just with everything starting to kind of open back up. And so there's a lot of plans that, you know, maybe they were set beforehand. And now it's just at a point where they're actually able to to get things going. I think you just keep keep chatting for a little bit. Um yeah, that's my two cents on it. I think I, I agree with McCall with the caveat, depending on what your own limit is. Yeah. Because, like, for myself, uh, I know that these situations, obviously, right, it's, it's new, it's exciting, but it's also, like, you get kind of neurotic, right? Because you freak out and you, you overthink things specifically like this because it's every step feels so crucial to get exactly right because it's, it seems so fragile, especially since... Things haven't gone, mm-hmm. I don't want to say haven't gone the way you wanted to, but it's still early on in the relationship. So within the reason of whatever you think you can take and 
just talk yourself down. I'm glad to know that you met supposedly this person because I'm I gotta be honest, I was coming in you got you're getting catfished, bro. Just it's guy code, McCall. You gotta say that. <laughs> when your code. friend meets someone online and they haven't seen them actually face to face in a live setting, like a FaceTime or whatever, right. talked on the phone. You're like, getting catfished, bro. Oh man. But Forced. I think I think you waited out. I think McCall's right. Thanks. It does sound like she has bad experiences, so you gotta, you know, you gotta win her over. Yeah. So if you're confident that you guys click or whatever, patience. I believe in you. I think. Yes. <laughs> uh, speaking of this conversation, was not time for tough love. It wasn't time like, look, bro, it's done. Like, just we've see- the writing's on the wall. Give it up. That being said, how do you decide that? Because somehow, all in about the same stretch of uh, let's call it three weeks, several of my friends have hit what I would consider the crucial point where I have to tell them, okay. No, it's no more no more nice gloves. No, it's time to tough love. Happy to help a listener who needed some relationship advice. I need a little bit as well because uh, I think it's time for me to take the nice gloves off because over the course of like the last three weeks, AJ McCall at VFX, seems like a, several of my friends have gotten to the position where they definitely needed to be handled with, with not, was it kids' gloves because they were going through a rough time. Mm-hmm. But the problem is when you watch them go through a rough time and then they're still sort of gravitating towards, let's say, going back to the people they shouldn't be going back to. At some point, there's a time where you're supposed to be like, all right, so like, you should have healed it up by now that I think you can handle this. Like, that's a stupid idea. Okay. So my question is, when do you decide to enforce tough love? Because I kid you not, this week especially, an ex, an ex, and an exes, they're all exes. Oh, good. Just... Have have wrecked several of my friends' lives by doing something that has brought them back in, and they've still letting it affect them. And I'm trying to decide when I'm supposed to go in and be like, "All right, so about that, they suck. So stop wasting your time on it." Um, I think immediately. Yeah. <laughs> I was half kidding on that. No, I think I think that like when it when it comes down to it, I know there are situations that I have um been involved in that have come up and you just got to stand by it like they got to know that you're the one that they're you're going to give them the most honest and it's not going to to turn around and say something else like you're not going to be like oh yeah I think they're great for you oh just kidding I totally think that they suck like just tell them up front you know I don't they're think trash <laughs> I don't think that they are the greatest fit for you. You know, it's your choice, though. It's your life. It's your decision. But from an outside perspective, looking in, I feel like you could do better and you deserve to be happy. And if you're not happy, then maybe you should be doing something about it. And if you don't want to do something about it, then whatever. It's not my life. It's yours. There's there's one friend of mine in particular who's very she gets very down on herself. Uh So I've taken up what I've described as aggressive complimenting. Oh, good. Where she's like, I suck. And I'm like, no, you're not. You're hilarious and a lot of fun to talk to. How it's not in a tone that's warm and and comforting. It's in a tone like, hey, (laughs) hey, knock it off. Stop that. Yep. Okay. well, I think as long as what you said is true and you go in with a hopefully honest and controlled Attempted tough love is good because in the past, usually tough love comes when whatever situation I felt like they were letting weigh on them too long just annoyed me enough that I snapped. Yeah. Like once upon a time, my dad got he got surgery on his nose and it, he it freaked him out. So he was like stuck at home or whatever. And it happened for I think he was there for a couple months. Mm-hmm. And my brother and I went over 
and we were trying to come up with something to do because we were we kept trying to come up with something just basic, something like to get him out of the house. And he's like, No, I don't want to do that. No, I don't want to do it. And then finally, I snapped. I was like, Suck it up and do something this about it. Happened months ago. You're fine. Yep. And then luckily, he didn't. In the moment, it it was a little. Uh, but then he was like, Look, that's exactly what I needed to hear. Thank you. Yep. And that's usually what it comes down to. Like, people don't keep you in your life. People don't keep you in their lives to just be fluff and, oh, wow, you're doing a great job. Like, they sometimes people actually, some people do, but most of the time people actually want to have you as a support system. Can I do it in TikTok sounds? Sure. Like, if I get that one that's like, they're trash, bro. They're trash, bro. That'd be fine. Then it's, then it's like, look, I'm and just be like, <laughs> delivering a message in a funny uh, form. And then they cry. You got to respect the fact that uh, scientists decided that finally the only way to really get you to lose weight is just to seal your fat mouth shut. I kid you not, there's a new invention that does exactly this. I'm going to get mad about it. I'll very much admit that I subscribe to the weightless policy of if I don't have it in my house, I won't eat it. Yeah. That is a somewhat effective tool that doesn't address my willpower, but it just stops me from me. AJ and McCall for the Automatious Group debated eight on VFX, but apparently, and all the clamoring for a miracle cure and all the clamoring for a get fit fast program, mm. science just decided that we're done. We're done. All we're going to do is stop you from stuffing your fat faces. <sighs> and look, I'm not saying that. Science is because they invented the dental slim. This is terrible. They use magnets that they put in your mouth, and based on the, di- the little diagram here that those are not tiny magnets, which no, I guess they wouldn't have to be to, to pull your mouth. So you got to like, you're gonna have to lose a couple teeth to get these in, but they, they seal your mouth shut minus a little bit of space. So you have to just do a liquid diet as a tool for weight loss. I have many awards to say on this. Feel free to call. Can we like, as a society, just start to, I don't know, have a healthy relationship with food. It's amazing that we have all of these get get fit quick things going on and yet nobody's addressing the real issue it's like if you break your leg and you start limping and then it causes an issue in your shoulder nobody looks at your leg they're like oh you've got an issue with your shoulder let's fix that no let's fix your broken leg first which is you know the unhealthy relationship that everybody has with food as seeing it as like this this unsafe ungood thing and just just you know just Look, McCall, you glossed over the very simple fact. I have issues with my weight because my mouth opens up too wide. That's Stop it. Stop it. If I wasn't able to open my mouth to swallow other cheeseburgers, I wouldn't look like this. I just... I so, No. You know what the crazy thing is? This was a weight loss technique where uh, people would have their jaws wired shut in the 70s and 80s. Y'all, like, torture, also that, known as... Yes! That's kind of what I'm getting from this. My my heart this hurts because stuff. Yeah. My heart hurts because really like you live this life one time. You get the opportunity to taste all of these delicious foods and yet everybody's so focused on the skin sack that we're living in <laughs> that it's like you can't just enjoy it like <laughs> indulge and have a relationship with food that's okay. Big old boost to the self-confidence there. One skin sack right here. <laughs> yeah. 
Also, since it's magnets, are you not allowed to answer the phone on that side of your face? Hello? Oh, I can't get my phone off of my face. It's stuck. What am I going to well, do? Well, not only that, like magnets are bad for electronics. So heaven forbid you get your face too close to your phone. Like that would screw it up, right? You know what you could do is just grab your uh, grab your credit card and just go, ding. You got an issue with money? Just do that. Ding. Problem solved. Because everyone knows, like, it's the fact that your card is able to be swiped. That's what's really causing That's your really problem. That's really the issue. Yeah, it's like, it's the same same concept as, you know, having an issue with, like, money <laughs> or food. Same thing. Heal Dent- those relationships first. <laughs> Dental Slim, we know you're not going to put good habits in place, so we're just going to wire your mouth shut. Ah, thank you. That being said, as crazy as it sounds, this medieval torture device that someone just said, hey, let's bring it back. It's retro. It'll work. There probably are some okay applications for Dental Slim, he said sarcastically. But Colin and I are going to try and figure out what this should actually be used for. Oh, good. While we actually try and sort out our own willpower, as opposed to be just told, look, just shut your fat mouth, and then guess what? You won't eat as much. All right, listen here, skin sacks. <laughs> we all collectively agreed that the medieval torture device being brought back to help us lose weight might be a little bit extreme. Maybe. AJ and McCall for the Automatrix Group debated eight on VFX. Yet here we are, Dental Slim. Desire to wire your fat mouth shut so you can't stuff anything in it besides liquid. And don't you dare think about just doing milkshakes. Because we'll we'll show it more shut. We'll do it. Oh, yeah. But apparently that's a thing. So instead, what we're going to try and come up with is what it should actually be used for. That may be slightly less torturous than just being like, eh, we give up. We're just going to make your mouth shut and see if you can figure it out from there. Yeah. Like McCall. Uh, when the quiet game just isn't going the way you want it to, dental slims <laughs> magnetize their mouth shut. Oh my gosh. Also applicable to work meetings as well. Yes. Got that one blowhard that just has to hear themselves talk. Yep. Dental slim. Dental slim. Problem solved. You're welcome. Uh, how about uh, stick to the fridge? Always losing your kids? Stick them to the fridge. They there know it they is. Dental slim. There it is. Yep. I like that. You got know, on the base on the little dia uh, little diaphragm diaphragm that they had diagram. Good gosh, he's learning how to speak words. It's tough. Based on the little Dental diagram slim. they have, it looks like you knock out two teeth to put the magnets in to sew your mouth together. So if you're always losing your keys, stick them to your own face. There it is. Dental slam. Ah, so thoughtful. McCall grills are so two thousand. Thank Instead, you. Instead, put magnets in your mouth. Dental slam. Dental slam. Did you ever put the? Did you ever do the gum wrapper thing or tin yeah. foil? Uh-huh. You thought your hurts teeth my were, teeth now. You thought your teeth were sensitive before. Dental now put slim. magnets in them. Dental slam. Problem solved. <laughs> Look, McCall. Nothing's more magical than getting married and saying yes to death. Do I part? Take this man or woman. Well, take it a step further. Have yourself magnetized to each other. Yes. Dental slam. I can't believe, like... These are fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For some people, I'm sure. <laughs> I just can't believe a basically medieval torture device was brought back and we're like, this. Yep. This is good. This is a, this this is is a problem exactly solved. This is how we should do this. Yep. Let's ride on horses while we're at it. Fire cannonballs at each other. Da-dum, da-dum, da-dum. And claim things just based on putting a flag somewhere. Actually, I wouldn't mind doing that. I'd really like to do that at work. I'd like to get little mini AJ flags and just go stick them to stuff. It's not a bad idea. I think it would be fun. Dental slam. Dental slam. Who's the person that's getting this? Like, I don't want to have two teeth knocked out. I don't know. There's probably like four whole people. Also, I got to be honest. The concept of having magnets in my mouth. Like, what happens if you swallow a magnet? What are you going to do? Super glue it in your face? Well... 
No. Dental slam. Dental slam. It's a thing. Hopefully it, it comes and goes as a fad that everyone's like, okay, so we came up with that. <laughs> Not good. No, thanks. Not good. Uh, so, uh, you know, liking the dental slim, that'd be an unpopular opinion. I think it's pretty safe to say that most people be like, um, no. I got into a conversation with a friend recently about movies, which led to my very unpopular opinion with most people with a certain popular movie snack. Oh. Every once in a while, your friends say something and you go, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on, repeat that. And then they say whatever it is. And you go, that's what you feel? I'm not sure why we're friends. <laughs> AJ McCall at VFX. I got into that exact discussion this week. I was talking to a friend about movies, and somehow, of course, that led to popcorn. I said, yeah, popcorn sucks. Yeah. They weren't happy about that opinion. <sighs> but that's my opinion. Yeah. It's overrated. So the question is, what, un- what other unpopular opinions are out there? And my friend shared a few of them, which I'm happy to share now. My favorite, of course, this has come out. Uh, plenty of times is the concern about being microchipped when it comes to the vaccine. Right. <laughs> Look, let's be honest. Mobile phone. Whatever. Credit cards. Everybody already knows where I am. Social media. <laughs> Me You're posting right. for, for funsies. Can't find you anywhere. Whatever. Cannot find you anywhere. I got no idea. <laughs> uh, uh, another one said, Bob Ross is an artistic genius and should be regarded as one of the greats. I think he's very talented. I really do. Um, I've got... He's part of the wholesome bunch. Yeah, for sure. I've got one. So I had some friends. I had a friend come over this weekend, and he uh, brought his kids over, and it was really nice the whole time. And he said, uh, you know, are they okay? Because they were running around and playing and, you know, doing kid stuff. And I said, yeah, they're they're fine. And uh, he said he's got a couple of friends that get really particular with, with kids and whatever and and for me it just kind of clicked with me i was like you know they're they're kids they're people they're like miniature people but they're people nonetheless and it's like you sound like the ornery old neighbor that's like get off my lawn you dang kids i understand not wanting them to like paint on my wall with like nail polish or whatever but be preferred i'm not worried about that if they're running around and playing and having a good time let them run around and play and have a good time gosh i feel like more people unpopular opinion more people have this desire to drive the magic out of children (laughs) sure as long as they don't break anything yeah Yeah, that's fine whatever uh try this one out for size there's a reason i saved this one for last Uh oh (laughs) unpopular opinion people who have family photographs in their house are awful narcissists why do you need photos of your children? Just look at them. And photos of your wedding are tacky and awful. Oh, that's a lot. I like photos of weddings. I think they're cool. I mean, I I wouldn't go so far like if I walked in. And, I, I guess unless you have a bunch of them, which who has a bunch of like. A, if people just have like normal photos, I don't like think it's like that big of a, a deal. Couple, but like, yeah, whatever. Like, whoa. Who hurt you? Are you okay? I'm sorry. I'm sorry you don't have a great relationship with your family and that's why you feel that way. You know what helps therapy? <laughs> I was like, photos is where we're going to... That's, that's, that's where you're going to attack. You're going to people's house and you're going to look at their photos. Like, wow, can this person love themselves anymore? Yeah, wow, mean, could they love their family more? <laughs> what a loser. Yeah, I'm, I'm not such a big fan of that unpopular opinion, but whatever, man. I, I thought it was a bit of a stretch to it. It's I was a big like, stretch. I was like, uh, I mean, we might even take a time out on this friendship for a minute. <laughs> you clearly need to, you need some you time what here. Do they, for a what second. do they think? What do they think if I have photos of my dogs up? 
Then what? I well, you know, I didn't get around to asking him that because I was a little bit taken aback by the uh, by the first opinion. Yeah. But, uh, once once I can tolerate them again for a stretch, I'll get around to maybe asking. Mm-hmm. It's fair. <laughs> Earlier this week, we had a uh, Florida Not story that featured someone driving extremely fast, and I was curious because I think there's a lot of people that have those stories, and I wanted to know. Question is, how do we do that without getting you in trouble? And the answer is anonymously. Yeah. We'll get into it, but how fast have you gone? Have you driven? 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. Completely anonymous. Let's see some braggers out there. Where are the race car drivers at? Don't be modest. What's the fastest you've gone? 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. It'll stay on. We don't know what your name is. It's a text message. Like, who this? Because earlier this week, AJ McCall at VFX for Florida or not, we had a story of a lady who went 110. In a 45. Now, it was the guy that was going because the, the lady passenger right, had to get sorry, out and go, go use the restroom. So the, the lady actually did have to use the bathroom. The problem is the dude also wasn't sober. So, Ew. you know. That's an issue. Big issue. I think it's always an interesting question. Like, I remember once. Uh, so in my my hometown is up a major interstate, I-65 in Indiana from Indianapolis. And it's supposed to take basically 60, 65 minutes because it's mm-hmm. about 60 miles away to get from my hometown to Indianapolis. I remember we were doing a band competition or some band thing, and somehow these two seniors had driven by themselves. They got from downtown Indianapolis to my high school in 47 minutes. Wow. What that trips, particularly if you're in downtown Indianapolis, should probably take you 75, I would think, uh-huh. 70 at least. And I believe it was either 112 or 117 is what they hit on the interstate. Holy cow. That is what they said. That's I was like, nuts. Whoo! I have a friend who made it from uh, Blackfoot, Idaho, Idaho to Willard in, I want to say it was like, 45 minutes or something like that. And that one should also take you... Much longer than that. Much longer than that. Yeah. It's my favorite conversation I always have with my dad. Like, my brother was living in Vegas, so we drove down there to see him. And it's supposed to take, like, seven and a half, seven and three quarters hours to get down there. I remember once my dad asked, he's like, how long is that? How far is that drive? And I said, well, we got to stop for gas. But basically, we're supposed to be on the road, like, seven and a half, seven hours, 45 minutes. I said, we get there in seven. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think it really takes... I don't know how long it takes. Because, I've like, it's been a long time since I just drove from up here to Vegas um you can do it in seven yeah i mean yeah and the argument with my brother all the time he goes he always tells me because he uh before he moved to vegas and i moved out here he was in atlanta mm-hmm. and it's i want to say eight hours from my hometown to where he was living and he was like it was like it was like eight or nine hours i'm like dude no it wasn't i did it in seven so many times right i stopped for one tank of gas and i can make it don't don't give me that i drove down there half a dozen times at least i know how far it was so i typed in uh logan to las vegas and i i looked on the the maps and it pulled up and it said seven minutes. But it's it says that's, Log- that's Holland. It says Logan Gary. It's apparently some like place in Las Vegas. But I was like, what? It says it it only takes seven hours and thirteen minutes. Okay, so but we do we do it faster than that. But I, I like the fact that McCall can get to was, Vegas from here in seven minutes. Dude, like, I was moving. shocked. Moving. What the Good heck gosh. is this? There's like a oh hey, would you like to? Take a, does this a bus? 
Is this a bus? That bus gets there in seven minutes? 13 hours and 20 minutes? No thanks. <laughs> Rather not. How, how fast you got or what's the most impressive uh, uh, defeat of the GPS maybe you've handed out? How fast did we go when we were at the Speedway? Was it 115? It was up there. It's definitely yeah, something, it something like along that. those lines. One, it was one, fun. One, we, were course, we were on a closed course. We were on a closed course. Was my favorite part viewed. of that speech, which I'm sure actually happened, was there like make sure your windows are up. You don't think a deer is going to crash into your window, but you know crazier things have happened. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't want to get true. smacked in the face by a deer going 115 miles an hour. Yeah. It just doesn't sound like a good time. I'm going to be honest. No, it sounds. Sounds uh, <laughs> sounds sounds like you'd be translated real fast. Um, <laughs> so I uh, I remember going on the highway on I fifteen. I had a buddy who uh, I haven't talked to, and I don't even know how long. But they had a really neat car, and we went. I think we went like ninety five or something like that. And it was getting all shaky. And then we got off, and I went home, and I was like, "Mom, I went ninety five. She's like, "Oh my gosh, no!" <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Not going to get into the afterlife now, McCall. You really ruined that one. Yep. <laughs> I'm not saying necessarily I'm going to win VFX's Facebook roulette, but I'm definitely going to make you laugh. Oh, good. AJ Knight, McCall Taylor, if you're friends with us on Facebook, we can scroll through our feeds right now, see your post, and we're going to like, comment, and share the best ones on the VFX Facebook page. So, McCall, what do you have to offer up? Well, I landed on Five Minute Crafts because apparently Facebook likes to suggest this for me, and... Uh, <laughs> It's fascinating science experiences, experiments that can make anyone, I don't know what that means, but whatever. They're they're just random and I'm looking at it and in my brain, I can only imagine people coming over to my house and being like, oh my gosh, you guys want to see what I learned how to do? Look, like, that's kind of what I get from this. Very much that energy. I landed on the page 90s kids only and we decided there are what, minimum 6,000 land before times? Correct. Right. So first, it's Littlefoot. Yes. And it's Littlefoot. And the next to it with, uh, who sings Gucci Gang? Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. I don't Lil, know. It's not Peep, right? Pump. Pump? Question mark. Lil Whatever. Pump, anyway. It's Littlefoot, but it's Lil. L-I-L. Apostrophe nice. Foot. He's got, he's, got a, he's got a gold watch. He's got cigarette. He's got the, the hair, the gold chains. Nice. You're going to be singing the, the soundtrack on Land Before Time 745. I like it. You can win. <laughs> the AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, you know, fame just, it's so tough for those childhood stars to navigate. I know. Biden <laughs> at us across all social media. Vote for Parkners because it comes to its early conclusion with the holiday tomorrow. Uh, Utah's VFX pin at the top of our Facebook page. And then uh, find AJ and McCall. On Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, specifically Facebook and Instagram, for all the cool videos that we do. Like yesterday, McCall detailed how to annoy me in three quick steps. I did. It was great because AJ ended up looking at it and was like, what? It's what? not really information I think anybody once made mainstream, like how to be annoyed very quickly. But, yep. you know, that's where we are. Yep. AJ, A-N-D-M-C-C-A-L-L, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Woohoo! Enjoy the cool down because we'll all burst into flames this weekend as it warms back up. And again, don't do something stupid anywhere where it's dry. Well, don't do anything stupid if you can help it anywhere, honestly. Mm -hmm. But especially something that's going to cause a fire. Mm -hmm. Tell tomorrow for the AJ and McCall show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.